Father, we thank you that we can come before your word. And we pray that you can guide us and teach us in our word and help us to understand, help us to follow thee. For we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Did Jesus teach doctrine or just love? It is interesting that Jesus did not think that doctrine was not important. Look at what he tells his disciples in Matthew 16. Matthew 16, verse 6. Then Jesus said unto them, Take heed and beware of the laven of the Pharisees and of the Sadducees. And they reasoned among themselves, saying, It is because we have taken no bread. Which when Jesus perceived, he said unto them, O ye of little faith, why reason ye among yourselves, because ye have bought no bread? Verse 9. Do ye not yet understand? Neither remember the five loaves of the five thousand and how many baskets ye took up? Neither the seven loaves of the four thousand and how many baskets ye took up? How is it that ye do not understand that I spake it not to you concerning bread, that ye should beware of the laven of the Pharisees and of the Sadducees? Then understood they how that he bade them not beware of the laven of the bread, but of the doctrine of the Pharisees and of the Sadducees. Jesus warned his disciples and us to be careful of the doctrine of the Pharisees and Sadducees. Who are they today? It is the pastors, theologians, and the scholars, or anyone that teaches the word of God. Remember that Jesus was not taught in the schools of the Pharisees, nor was John the Baptist, nor the prophets. Strange how people today believe that you must have a degree in theology to be able to understand the Bible. Where did God say that you need an education from man to be able to understand the Bible? No, with their fancy educations, they confuse the plain truths of the Bible. If what they teach does not fit in with the Word of God, then it can safely be discarded. God did not give us the Bible for no reason at all. What other measure do we have to use? What did Jesus teach? Was it all about love, or was it doctrine as well? Matthew 7, verse 28. And it came to pass, when Jesus had ended these sayings, the people were astonished at his doctrine. Matthew 22, verse 33. And when the multitude heard this, they were astonished at his doctrine. Mark 1, verse 22. And they were astonished at his doctrine, for he taught them as one that had authority, and not as the scribes. Verse 27. And they were all amazed, insomuch that they questioned among themselves, saying, What thing is this? And what new doctrine is this? For with authority commandeth he even the unclean spirits, and they do obey him. Mark 4 verse 2 And he taught them many things by parables, and said unto them in his doctrine. Mark 11 verse 18 And the scribes and chief priests heard it, and sought how they might destroy him. For they feared him, because all the people were astonished at his doctrine. Luke 4, verse 32. And they were astonished at his doctrine, for his word was with power. You see, the people were amazed at the doctrine that Jesus taught. It was not what they had been taught by the Pharisees and Sadducees. He showed them plain truth, and the Pharisees hated him for this. Nothing has changed today either. Go and tell some Christian the truth and they will still believe their traditions or what their pastor says or their denomination. Even when the words are directly from Jesus, it is as though traditions in the different denominations have more power than the truth. Why do we as Christians say solo scripture and yet accept false doctrines? Why are our minds closed to the truth? 
This is not all that Jesus said. In John 7 verse 16, Jesus answered them and said, My doctrine is not mine, but his that sent me. Jesus says that the doctrine is from the Father. Yet today you will hear that doctrine is not important. It is love that is important. Well, without the correct teaching, the instruction, which is doctrine, how can one love another properly? John 18 verse 19. The high priest then asked Jesus of his disciples and of his doctrine. The high priest asked Jesus about his doctrine. They did not ask him about his love. You see, love is an action. Love is shown in our works. This is another word that is not accepted in the Christian world. The word works. We will study about works in a later study. Revelation 2 verse 14 But I have a few things against thee, because thou hast there them that hold the doctrine of Balaam, who taught Balak to cast a stumbling block before the children of Israel, to eat things sacrificed unto idols, and to commit fornication. Jesus hates the wrong doctrine. Why? Because it leads people astray, and they will not be in the kingdom of God. Jesus came to set things right and teach the correct doctrine. Yet today, I wonder if the Christians are not in a worse position than the Pharisees, as we have Christ's teaching with us today, and yet we ignore them. We make up our own way, because we think it it will work better, and yet each year the churches get worse and worse. I look back when I went to church over 30 years ago and compare it to today. They are a lot worse today than they were back then. There is very little reverence in the churches today. And today, the Christians are doing exactly the same as what they did in the days of the judges. Judges 17 verse 6. In those days, there was no king in Israel, but every man did that which was right in his own eyes. You see, the churches today have conformed to the world and accepted what has come down through the laws of the land. The Bible is being discarded, and whatever the preacher is saying is taken as the truth. Just take a look at what Christians are accepting into their churches. I believe it ultimately comes down to the money that the preacher is earning. If it is a hard message to preach, leave it alone, as there are those in the church that are doing those evil things, and if I preach the truth, then I won't make money from them. They will get upset instead of changing their lives. So it is easier to preach a smooth, candy-coated message. This is why I keep saying that you must study the Word of God for yourself. Revelation 2 verse 15 So hast thou also them that hold the doctrine of the Nicotaleans, which thing I hate. Jesus is serious about doctrine. You should be too. Don't listen to your pastor or your elder or anybody in the church that says doctrine is not important. Look at the verses in Revelation. Revelation 2 verse 23 And I will kill her children with death, and all the churches shall know that I am he which searches the reins and hearts, and I will give unto every one of you according to your works. But unto you I say, and unto the rest of Thyatira, as many as have not this doctrine, and which have not known the depths of Satan as they speak, I will put upon you none other burden but that which ye have already hold fast till I come. There is a parable that teaches us about doctrine. It is the parable about the two houses. We will have an in-depth look at what this parable means. Who is our rock? 
Then what is the parable of the house? 1 Corinthians 10 verse 4 And did all drink the same spiritual drink? For they drank of the spiritual rock that followed them, and that rock was Christ. Psalm 18 verse 2 The Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer, my God, my strength, in whom will I trust, my buckler, and the horn of my salvation, and my high tower. Matthew 16 verse 18 And I say also unto thee, Thou art Peter, and upon this rock will I build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Jesus here was speaking of himself as the rock. He is the only rock, and you can see that from the previous verses that we went through. This is because Christ is the head of the church. Ephesians 5 verse 23 For the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church and he is the saviour of the body. Now that we have seen that Christ is our rock, let us look at the parable of the house, Matthew, in Matthew 7, verse 24. Therefore, whosoever heareth these sayings of mine, and doeth them, I will liken him unto a wise man, which built his house upon a rock, Matthew 7, verse 25. And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat upon that house, and it fell not, for it was founded upon a rock. And every one that heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them not shall be likened unto a foolish man which built his house upon sand. And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat upon that house, and it fell, and great was the fall of it. And it came to pass, when Jesus had ended these sayings, the people were astonished at his doctrine. The people were astonished at Jesus' doctrine. This proves that Jesus taught doctrine, even in his parables. Jesus starts out by saying, Whosoever heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them, I will liken him unto a wise man, which built his house upon a rock. We know now that Jesus is the rock. So if we hear and do the sayings of Jesus, then we are building our house on the rock. What is our house? Matthew 26 verse 61. And said, This fellow said, I am able to destroy the temple of God and to build it in three days. John 2 verse 21. But he spake of the temple of his body. 1 Corinthians 3 verse 16. Know ye not that ye are the temple of God and that the Spirit of God dwelleth in you? 1 Corinthians 3 verse 17. If any man defile the temple of God, him shall God destroy. For the temple of God is holy which temple ye are. 2 Corinthians 6 verse 16 And what agreement hath the temple of God with idols? For ye are the temple of the living God. As God hath said, I dwell in them, and walk in them, and will be their God, and they shall be my people. Our house is our bodies, our mind. If we are building our house on the rock, then we are building ourselves on Christ. What is the rain? Deuteronomy 32 verse 2, My doctrine shall drop as the rain, my speech shall distill as the dew, as the small rain upon the tender herb, and as the showers upon the grass. Rain is doctrine. What does the wind represent? Ephesians 4 verse 14, Then we henceforth be no more children, tossed to and fro, and carried about with every wind of doctrine, by the slight of men, and cunning craftiness whereby they lie in wait to deceive. Winds are equal to false doctrines. Why did the house not fall? 
because it was built in the sound doctrine, the doctrine from God. When the false doctrines come along, the house stood as it was built on Christ. What is the second part of the parable about? What does sand represent? Isaiah 10 verse 22. For though thy people Israel be as the sand of the sea, yet a remnant of them shall return. The consumption decreed shall overflow with righteousness. Sand is people. In the second part, if we build our house on man's doctrines and the rain, true doctrine comes along, then the false doctrines come and the house is not able to stand as this person has built their house on man's theories and not on sound doctrine from God. Jesus was teaching us how important doctrine actually is, and yet today we discard this. Jesus said in John 17 verse 17, Sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is truth. Are you just accepting what is told to you because you look up to the preacher instead of to Jesus? Start to look to Jesus, and he will teach you. Like Mary, that was at the feet of Jesus. So must you be at the feet of Jesus as well. Luke 10 verse 39. And she had a sister called Mary, which also sat at Jesus' feet and heard his word. But Martha was cumbered about much serving and came to him and said, Lord, dost thou not care that my sister hath left me to serve alone? Bid her therefore that she help me. And Jesus answered and said unto her, Martha, Martha, thou art careful and troubled about many things, but one thing is needful, and Mary hath chosen that good part, which shall not be taken away from her. Being at the feet of Jesus is a good thing. Don't let people take it away from you. As you can see, that doctrine is important. It is more important than what you believe it to be. This is because we have people telling us that it is not important and these people are in high places, so you believe them rather than believing the word of God. They say that love is more important, yet they don't know what real love is. With the wrong doctrine, we have error instead of the truth that is in the Bible. Why so many different denominations? Because they each have their own doctrine, doctrine that is from man and not from the Bible. We all call ourselves Christians, and yet we believe in different doctrines that are not in the Bible. We need to go to Jesus with a humble heart, one that is truly seeking for the truth, no matter how hard it is to give up on the error that we have believed, and listen to Jesus instead of what man has come up with. One error is that you can't give up sin. Yet Jesus said to two people, Go sin no more. Who do you believe? Your pastor or Jesus? Well, it's easier to believe the pastor because I don't want to give up sin either. Well, majority of so-called Christians believe what man says. You can't stop sinning, even though Revelation speaks of becoming an overcomer. What must be overcome? It is sin, of course. Look at what sin has done to the planet, to the animals, and what do we do to each other? Well, Adam and Eve were kicked out of the Garden of Eden because they sinned. How can you think that you're going to be in heaven by carrying on sinning? Yet, you want to believe what your preacher is saying, that you can't give up sin. I would rather believe my Savior. What about you? Do you obey your Savior? If not, why not ask Him today to help you? Philippians 4 verse 13 
I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me. This verse is about how one can overcome. Why do I say this? It is because this is what the stories in the Old Testament are about, how they overcame their sins, how Israel disobeyed only when they had repented and started to obey God did he help them again. Christ is the only one that can strengthen me to overcome sin. He is the only one that shows me the way to overcome. If I don't overcome, then I won't gain eternal life, and I won't see the new earth and be with Jesus for eternity. What a disappointment that will be. This is why Jesus said in Matthew 18, verse 11, And I say unto you, that many shall come from the east and west, and shall sit down with Abraham and Isaac and Jacob in the kingdom of heaven. But the children of the kingdom shall be cast out into outer darkness. There shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Jesus was speaking to the so-called believers of his time, and yet, Today, he is speaking to the same, the so-called believers. These type of people are still around us today in the Christian world. Jesus said that only a few would find eternal life. Matthew 7 verse 14, Because straight is the gate, and narrow is the way, which leadeth unto life, and few there be that find it. Well, why are there a few? If you look at the Christian world and the Christian countries out there, and how many people profess to be Christians. Yet when the world looks at them, they can see they're not Christians. They disobey God's laws. But their cop-out is, I believe in Jesus, and Jesus will save me. Well, my friend, that is wrong. Jesus doesn't save you in your sins. He saves you from your sins. He saves you, and he tells you and asks you to give up your sin. He told two people, go sin no more. So why, my friend, are you still sinning? Is it because you believe what your pastor is telling you? Well, your pastor isn't going to give you a ticket to heaven, now is he? Anyway, next time we will study about overcoming and who helps us to overcome. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for another blessed time that we could come to your word. Help us to open our minds and come to you humbly and help us to overcome. For we ask this in your name, Lord Jesus. Amen. You can go to the website of www goandteachall.org that is www.goandteachall.org